Let's see if it pops up now. We might be we might be live. And if we are live, then we just gonna go ahead and do what we gotta do. That's actually the wrong thumbnail. I'm going to change that. Yeah, we just gonna wait to see if we if we if it pop on. The judge, the judge is gonna do it. Yes, sir. I think it popped on that right when it came off. We gotta see. This will just be a little awkward at the beginning, but technical difficulties happen. Especially with live streaming, y'all. Y'all gotta understand this live streaming. So if y'all watching us right now, understand we we figuring it out. Figuring it all out. Cause I know it just it just popped up on the other one. That's actually the wrong channel. I need to go here. And Yeah, we on. You can see us? Okay, perfect. <laughs> all right, so. All right, now. Okay, yeah, we're perfect. We on, we on, we on. Okay. So that that was quite the ordeal there. Um, how you feeling about that, D? Shit. I mean, we still got some good stuff to talk about today. So um, I guess without further ado, this might be your last chance to get rich. DJ, you got anything to say? Man, we were supposed to start at seven, you know what I mean? The live stream kicked our ass today, man. We're going, you know what I'm saying, getting the game on their ass today, man. So, uh, you know, send this out. If you're watching, make sure you do what you got to do. And uh, let's get it popping. All right, so we back, and today we're talking about um, my, why this might be your last chance to get rich. Uh, this is one of the biggest topics I wanted to talk about. I got my boy DJ. He's he's over there working with the camera and stuff like that. He getting in charge. But I wanted to talk about why this might be your last chance to get rich. This is a good episode, and I saw something last night I wanted to share with the audience in the crowd. So before we get started today, I know we started a little bit late. So if you're seeing this right now, go ahead and send this out. Tell everybody they're starting now. They're actually on right now. It's starting, we started late because uh, we had some technical difficulties. We're still new to the live streaming game, but we're going to get this all down. We're going to make it better and better. And we got a big surprise coming for y'all that's going to allow us to really up the production value on Mama's House to Penthouse. But today I want to talk about why this might be your last chance to get rich. Now, D, I saw something the other day that I want to share with everybody that really tripped me out uh, about how the world is changing and the economy is changing. And I think that a lot of people need to take this opportunity and order to make money, get rich, do the things they need to do. Otherwise, I mean, they might be stuck out in the cold. It's uh, the future. I be telling people you better get with it or get lost. They get on, move your business online, you better do something. Yeah, so one of the big things, and I'm going to pull this up real quick. We had a couple technical difficulties on the live stream, so bear with us today, just today. Just this one time, y'all, let us make it. But bear with us today because I wanted to show you this thing. So I was up late night one night, D., and I was just scrolling through YouTube. You know how YouTube would just, re like, recommend random stuff to you, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we've talked about before, a lot of people don't understand. The reason I say this is the last opportunity to get rich, uh, I'm not, it's not the last opportunity to get rich. Why this might be your last chance to get rich is because there's a great book you should read called Deep Work. Book 
dick. Now, in this book, he talked about the new economy. And the new economy was basically people who dealt with data, people who dealt with machines, programming, things like that. They were creating artificial intelligence. And a lot of people look at artificial intelligence like Terminator, uh, robots taking over the world and stuff like that. But people don't think about robots taking your job. Yeah, like your money, getting into the way you eating. Everything. So why like, even think about this podcast? This stuff is just easier to do everything now. Except, you know, sometimes. But like, <laughs> just, sometimes. but you know, but like, it's easier. To just, they just, I mean, before you know it, everything might be automated. Yeah, and that's one of the big things that they talked about in here, and why I wanted to show people this, and why this is an important topic to talk about. Because we're going to talk about a couple things today. I want to talk about how inflation is changing everything, and then just give you some practical strategies of things that I think that you should start thinking about in order to build wealth. Uh, we're going to go for a little bit today because we're a little late on the stream, but basically I'm going to pull this up real quick. and Hopefully uh, y'all will be able to see this. So let me go over here to this screen, right? Okay. So this right here, and, I, and you probably can't see it, D. Mm -hmm. I really want you to see it. I can see, I can see from the corner so I can make it out a little bit. So what you're seeing on the screen right now, D, is, hold on, you've seen an ad right now, but let's go past <laughs> That's an ad. That's an ad. That's not what I'm trying to show y'all, right? So what we're looking at right now, so this 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 site right here, well, this YouTube channel called Two Minute Papers, shout out to Two Minute Papers. Now, I was watching this last night, and basically what this is, this may seem like, oh, what is this? It's just a cartoonist animation. But what this basically is, he was showing how they took a machine and taught it how to box. Right. So in the beginning boy. here, they're playing like hide-and-go-seek or something like that. Not hide-and-go-seek, not this one. They have that on there too. But these two robots, what they're doing is one of them's running and the other one's trying to stop them. Now, the AI got so smart that what's going to happen is it found a way to stop the other robot without having to touch it. So it figured Damn. out a way to stop it from getting by without ever having to move forward. Oh, yeah, like... In a second. It's just a weird way that it does something. Probably, uh, probably forward steps, like kind of cornering you it You're going to see it. Now, watch, watch what it does here. But what I thought was so interesting as uh -oh. this plays in the back. See, like, look, see, this is what I'm talking about, right? This is the type of shit that AI understands because it finds <laughs> loopholes and glitches and stuff like that. This Imagine walking down mind. the street and somebody hit you with one of them moves. And then you like, just oh. fall over. You're like, what the fuck? How did, how did he defeat me, right? Are you playing football? You out there? You DB? Or you you wide receiver and the, and, the, and the DB hit you with the, uh. Yeah, you'd be like, damn, you just fall. What the fuck like, is this AI this new, bot? This new move that he understood. But um, it's just showing this basically how the AI figures shit out. But what these AIs do, there's this thing that Google has. It's called Google's DeepMind. And what these AIs figure out, they basically figure out how to, like, win at games. So, for example, chess. Back in the day, you used to not be able to beat computers. In about 1970, uh, that's when computers start getting stronger than humans at chess. Nowadays, a, a human cannot, I don't give a fuck how good you are at chess. You're not beating a computer. But yeah, it's just. The strongest chess entity that exists is called Stockfish, was beat by Google's DeepMind by simply telling it the rules and letting it train by playing millions and millions of games over and over. So when you're watching this right now, and I'm going to show you why this is relevant when we talk about why this might be your last chance to get rich. As you're watching this right now, it's not going to look like much is happening. They're just falling over. But they're going through a hundred. Like if you see at the bottom, it says 130 <laughs> wow. million steps. It doesn't look like anything. Right. But what's going to happen here in a second is you're going to see that the AI actually figures out how to box. Right. Now, this is the type of skill that you would think like, damn, this is reserved to like humans. Like an AI is not going to learn how to box effectively. Right, but look at his, see, look at the body start, language. They're going to start throwing jabs. They're going to start throwing feints. Everything that you see in boxing, basically mimic, mimicking human I, behavior. I love how they started off 
just can't even not even being able to stand up. Exactly. So you see they kind of doing steps. They kind of circling each other. Right, they're like kind of like advanced rock'em, sock'em robots. Right. Let me see how much Eventually, somebody's going to be Mike Tyson. Now watch. I'm a somebody's going to be Holyfield. I'm going to speed it up. I'm going a, I'm to a f- go forward. I got all bit. my money. On who? On the real one. Okay. We're going to speed it up. We're going to go forward a little bit. Let's see. Now look. Now look at their body language now. They fainting. They doing jab. Now look Uh-oh. at this shit. Uh-oh. Look at this. Now. A little they, leg work. They, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> they throwing jabs, they throwing feints to the body and shit like this. This is after just training a bunch of times. So this is basically the power of AI. AI is getting so smart now that they can even simulate human stuff like uh, power, um, jabs and stuff like that. They both trying to figure out just how to beat the other one, right? Now, this is something that just I thought was interesting, but I'm going to show you something that's a little more interesting than this. You ready to really get your mind blown? You ready oh, he hit that boy that left hook. He, he, he dropped him right now. I'm getting my money. I'm going to take I'm gonna show money. you something a little bit more interesting than that. Now, what this is, and I'm going to fast forward a little bit. We're not going to watch it. We need to get the what's name. These ads. These ads. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. And hopefully, y'all can see us in the chat because right now, is the chat up? Okay. We in here, in crowd in here. Okay. So, I want to show y'all something real quick after this ad disappears. That's even more interesting. And why this is the whole thing. Now, do you remember the movie iRobot? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So, iRobot. Uh, there's a scene where Will Smith asked one of the robots, can a robot make a symphony? Can a robot create a painting? And the robot answered something profoundly? He's like, can you? And that's a, <laughs> pro- that's a profound thing to say because, you know, every human can't actually do that stuff. Right. But this project right here, OpenAI's Dahlia, is really weird because what it can do is you can actually give it a description of images, and these are all computer-generated, AI-generated. If you saw this, you would think a human generated this type of stuff. But you could li- you're going to see some of the weird shit. Like, it just can take pictures, mix them up, and create all these interesting images based on just being trained on the software. And the whole thing is what this is. It's something like, say, a graphic designer, a logo artist. Oh, all these good. Who thought, who thought? I know you want to We get all tired of graphic designers. <laughs> Because if I hurry up with this AI buy, I know niggas like, hold on, where, where, so, where, who? But this shit is existing, right? This thing has been trained on millions of images, millions and millions of images. And That's the reason crazy. I talk about this type of stuff on Mama's House, the penthouse, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to the main camera here for a sec. Well, I'll let this run for a little bit more. But the reason I wanted to talk about this is because when we talk about it being the last chance to get rich, I don't think people understand. Look at this. This is like that NFT type shit or whatever. This, this type of stuff here is taking people's jobs left and right. We talked about on this very show before about Amelia, which was, it, it was expected to take over a million jobs in like the next five to 10 years. And that was like three or four years ago. Amelia. This was before AI was like this. So AI has learned how to do human tasks, like even boxing. I'm not saying you're necessarily going to want to watch a boxing match, but maybe you will. It because- but just think about the body language and stuff that, it occur- that, that you have to, you know, use in a sport like that. So if it can mimic that, you better know it's going to take your job if you ain't out here. Like, whatever the job, you know what it is, you know? Like, anything, anything that requires you to do any movement. Boxing is a great example from an AI perspective, the owner of it, because I know what they're thinking. Like, that's a lot of movement. If you can get an AI to play football or, like, chop his feet and then hit it, hit it with a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would be no, crazy. Just everything. And Imagine I think- an AI DJing. No, but... While, while you're saying that, the reason I bring this up is because one of the realms that we thought were safe back in the day as, as people just doing business was the creative realm, right. which was basically, oh, I'm doing painting, I'm doing art, I'm doing graphics, I'm doing logos. But when you see somebody, so, something like this, and y'all can look this up, it's Dolly, 
Y'all can look it up for yourselves. When you see this, the type of paintings, like murals, it's creating stuff that you would see on the side of a building, like graffiti. These things that were typically thought to be only the realms of humans, now we've got AI robots doing them. Now, the reason this is important, because if you're somebody who believes I'm going to be able to go to just a regular job and I'm going to go do regular things, if it can do things like art, how hard do you think it's going to be to replace, say, for example, somebody talking on the phone? Or, Have or, you seen the deep fakes? Yes. Uh, that, or no. Could, this two-minute paper shit will scare you. They got in here, they can take five seconds of your voice. And make it. And make it where it just sounds like you're talking. Damn. So think about you on the phone, you being, a, you being somebody who works at a call center. Just regular jobs that people think, oh, these jobs are going to be safe. Automation is going to snatch that shit We've up. all called a company recently, right? Um, and they had that uh, that automatic man on the on, on, on machine, and we like, damn, is this a person? Yeah. Matter of fact, I think Google called me one time, and I started talking to the motherfucker. And right. I, I was like, P, and I, and it's it Google, like, boy. This is not a real person. No, it's Google. So the whole point, the person sounds so convincing that you're getting to the point where you can't really tell. If y'all don't know what a deep fake is, it's not some conspiracy theory. This is some simple shit you can look up. Deep fake is literally AI being able to take somebody's face and make it look like they're actually talking. So when we get into these levels, they might not, they might even better take your likeness and mimic it in a movie in the future. Think about what I'm saying right now. They can take your voice, they can take your license and mimic it in the future. But think about how, how, how like, think about it. I, I, huh. Like, what if I'm not able to do the scene at the movie? I'm, I'm, I'm unavailable because I had to do something. What if we just AI my voice and I can do the whole voiceover from there if I gave you licensing to it, right? Maybe it opens up a whole new realm, right? Maybe you can do AIs, but the AIs is definitely is, is mimicking the root of something. Yeah. Right? So what if you the root? And what the, if they got root patterns? And, or maybe, well, no. They, the thing is, and what I'm getting at, why I think this is very important. and It's going to open something else. Well, why we should talk about this is because I think the best place to be, and they talk about that in deep work, the best place to be is somebody who sits behind and understands how to work with these complex systems. And it doesn't require you to be very technical or anything like that. One of the things that people are always going to need, at least for the foreseeable future, is somebody who understands how to organize people and people who understand how to bring that unique vibe to the situation. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that you can do. And being an entrepreneur is one of the most effective ones because you'll be the one using these systems. Now, we take these same systems and say, for example, we're building businesses. Well, for us, being able to generate graphics and art and stuff like that is actually an advantage to us. Mm -hmm. But if I'm employing somebody who's doing that, they're out of a job. You know right. what I'm saying? So what it's important to do is learn different sets of skills. And we're going to talk about some of those today later in the show, learning different sets of skills that are going to allow you to be successful. This is just one aspect of why I believe this might be one of the last opportunities because once people at the top actually get this type of stuff in their hands, what is going to be their purpose of even allowing another person to work and grind and push it together in order to get rich? Right now, um, I got friends like Long Limb Zoo. He was on here. He's done logos before. Somebody like that is grinding right now, and they're building their business up. But now they, they could possibly cut that entire pathway out in the future. Because right now you're thinking, well, you know, older people, they might not want to work with technology. But you got to think, people are getting older, and people are getting used to these technologies, and they're going to be like, well, I'm cool with paying $2.00 to have a bot generate me something this good. Right. And think yeah. about this. How do you know it's not already happening? How do you know you can't go somewhere and they can generate you a logo for $5 where you think, well, shit, somebody's been doing this for $7,000 for me. How do you know? NFT generator. You know what I'm saying? Because this, uh, this stuff works. Like, for example, Right Sonic. 
you know about that, it can write entire articles, and you would never know a, a computer wrote it, right? Words so now, teach you something. So now AI is going into the realm of creativity, and this is powerful as far as when we think about what we need to do in, our, in order to survive moving forward. Now, the biggest thing I would also say is another thing I wanted to talk about is not just AI, because AI is one aspect. Everybody who's watching this right now is familiar with another thing that's happening, which is inflation. Now, gas prices, food prices, things of that nature. It's going to be difficult in order to um, really do anything in the next couple of years if things go the way they go. I don't know if you knew this, but you know during the pandemic, they printed something like a trillion dollars. Like, I believe it. Like it, the inflation, if I, if I can find it on the computer. A trillion. It's computer. But it's... Um, it was a graph that I was watching. I think this is it, monthly adjusted inflation. But it's like inflation was going up like 5% or something like that. And then it just skyrocketed in the last couple of years, right? Okay, so look at this. So look at this graph. This shit is crazy. That's why I want you to be able to see it up there. But I'm going to pull it up. So if you see this graph right here, I'm going to do this so you can see it, D. But you see this? So just in March 21, inflation was at 2.6%. That shit is almost tripled. At 8.6%. Well, they so get the money from it, just print it out real quick. Well, when you print a bunch of money, it becomes less valuable. That's basically right. what it is. But I want you to think about it like this. The more things become inflated, the more your dollar is not as powerful. So what I'm saying to you is, for example, you know, your mother used to talk about back in the day, candy was five cents. You go get that same bag of chips that was 25 cents a couple years ago. Now it's a $2 bag. And Hot the whole, chip. The whole point is, only problem with this is usually... Typically, what happens is cost of living raises enough at the average job in order to keep up with inflation. When we have a situation like this happening, what begins to happen is people fall further and further under the poverty line. This is where we get into the extreme have and have nots. Now, I ain't gonna lie. God damn. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Now, I'm bringing this dissertation to y'all because I believe this is a very specific episode, and because we got this live format, and now, yeah, so look, a guy just said, um, oh, wait, hold on. That's not a guy. Stone Cold Fox said, I'm sorry, Stone Cold Fox. I just looked over there. But Stone Cold Fox just said um, they have a friend that makes NFTs for him. It's like it, it makes NFTs for him, right? And what's so cold about this is, or what I'm getting at, basically, is this dissertation that I'm basically giving is why I believe I love this format and this format is so important. I truly believe this may be your last opportunity to get rich. I know it sounds like I'm doom and gloom right now, but what I'm saying is, or reason I'm bringing this up is because on a show like this, one of the reasons we do this is because we want to help people create a future where they're in control. And as more and more barriers come up, it's going to be more and more difficult. So it's going to be important for you to understand these entrepreneurial skills. It's going to be important for you to understand how to get financing, how to get credit, how to leverage these different things, how to understand how to build systems and processes, and maybe even use some of these things to your advantage. You have to. Yeah, this is the future. I was telling people, we in the future right now. What y'all keep playing for? Y'all keep playing, the future going to catch up. It's going to catch up. And so that's a big thing. So I wanted to talk about these two things because I believe this is the biggest thing that's really facing people right now when it comes to being successful and stuff like that. And later, if there's people on here, they can even call in, we could talk about this, because I think that'll be something good just to get people's perspective. Maybe what you've dealt with when it comes to things like inflation, but also, I'm um, just talking about some of the things I want to go through today, because as, as we always do on Mama's House to Penthouse, I want to give something practical. 
But I believe that the first thing that I wanted people to understand is how AI and how inflation, all these things are coming together. Um, I think I, I just saw a headline as we were going live today that crypto is like crashing right now as we speak. What Bitcoin? Bitcoin I don't know guy. which one it is. I probably could look, but I don't want to do a whole um, research on air. But the whole point is what I'm saying is the dollar is becoming less valuable. And it's important to come, become what I, I believe is the essential concept was a cosmopolitan. Right. Now, we talk about this all the time. So I became infatuated with a concept called being a cosmopolitan, which means a citizen of the world. The earth is your turf. The earth is your turf. This means that you got multiple currencies, you got multiple places everywhere, and this can be accomplished through business. Not one passport. All the passports. Now, the biggest thing, the reason we talk about this is because you have to put yourself in a position to protect yourself. I think that's just logical. I got me because a lot of people, I have friends, they work the jobs, they got laid off, and all of a sudden you're at the mercy of everyone around you. But there are tools and skills, and that's why we got Mama's House to Penthouse. That's why we're bringing people on. That's why we do what we do. Hold on, let me make sure I'm in here. That's why we do what we do because it's important for you to understand that if there. you are going to take this path, there are ways for you to be successful. You can find a path to success. That's why I got my country cowboy here and then also while we bring people and guests on this show so one of the first things i want to talk about is um some basics when it comes to starting to build this lifestyle because i think that one thing i've learned that is important is i've been able to get around a lot of things like when the pandemic came we were able to do certain stuff what did you all say move your business online asap because you opening up ways for people to pay you while you sleep you know what i'm saying you got ways for people to read about your business while you're doing other things, while you're opening up more businesses. You know what I'm saying? You want, you want, essentially, you want to make it easier for everybody. That's what AI is doing. You know what I'm saying? You want to be like AI. When, when me and Pete thinking about creating stuff, we always, like, run, if we run into a wall, we, we think about stuff that can automate it. Like, there's tools out there, like, that are automating things. And then, look, guess what? Thinking like that, if it ain't a tool out there like that, you can just, you know, orchestrate a team together, put together a tool to solve that problem. And look, now you them. Now you them. Now you them. And, and the question is, you can be <laughs> mad at them or you can become them. That's all I be saying. Everybody used to always hate on them. Or they would say stuff about them or they would be like, they don't count. Or I'm like, man, I don't. Damn. I'm like, damn, I don't want well, shit. That's live. How y'all talking about them? I'm finna go see what they doing. I'm gonna see how to become them. Yeah, I'm gonna just go see. I ain't finna be all over there and shit. Because like, oh, fuck, brother, a, fuck them brother. too. But at the same time, I'm trying to see what it was, you know. No, for sure, for sure. You're 100% correct. And my brother used to always say this. One of my favorite terms he always told me only the losers is complaining. And the whole thing is, you have the ability to get to that side. So I guess the first thing that I wanna start with in this episode is talking about what needs to be done in order to, order to start building that life. Now, there's this human element that that happens in everything. There's a human element that we bring to every situation. Like you said, you become the organizer of labor. But the first thing I want to talk about is switching from the consumer mindset. I know one thing about you, and I, I don't know if you've ever even talked about this on, um, on a show before, whatever, social media. Mm -hmm. When you're on social media and you're consuming social media and you see those ads pop up, if you're not one of the people running the ads, can you guess what you are? Getting sold. You the product. Yeah. You the product getting sold. So when I go into the back of an ad platform and I put in, hey, health, it's going to show me all the people interested in health. 
And that means Facebook, Google, and all these platforms are selling your attention to the advertiser. That's right? true. And if I send out a product, what happens is if you buy that product, they sold your attention, you bought the product, I paid for that little bit of attention, and I am able to benefit from it. Now, Everybody anybody can do this process. This is not something that's open to just a couple people. But I think switching from the consumer mindset to the producer mindset is like the first essential thing. All this comes down to switching mindsets of how you're going to do certain things. Yeah. We talk about assuming things in the beginning of like any process. If you don't believe you're this type of person, you're never going to become this. But this is the first essential thing. Now, one thing I noticed when I first met you, D, it was that you were somebody who really understood how social media worked, understanding entertainment. I know you tell people all the time, don't take that shit too serious. Mm -hmm. Because people see you on social media and be like, well, you know, I saw you doing this. One of the things I hate is um, if, you, if you date somebody, mm -hmm. they see your social media and they see you around people, they start being like, well, I seen you up there at the club with those bottle girls. I'm like, don't pay attention to that shit. Oh, God. That shit is just social media. It's like, what you doing? It's like you, you demonstrating that you don't understand that all this is orchestrated. I thought you knew that. Yeah, exactly. You don't know that. It's like TV. And it's like it's like, man. But y'all got as entertaining as fucking all that shit is. What's that shit? Reality TV is entertaining as that shit is. Come on now. You can't. You gotta know that it's somebody in that bitch. Like, all right, y'all ready to do this? Now you know what's funny. What you saying that? So me and the world's most hated promoter were. This was when he was not when he's first starting, but this was kind of midway on his rise. And we were sitting there, and we came to this guy, this place where they were filming a reality show. They were trying to do Love and Hip Hop Houston. And they were sitting at the table talking, and it was literally like a little white lady. She was sitting there, like, under the table, like, nah, bring it back. Now, say something like this. She was literally directing the show. Yeah, like. The reality TV show. Right, like, let's get it done. She was directing the show. And what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is, one of the biggest problems people have is they want to consume instead of produce. But the thing is, everything that you're seeing is being fed to you. When reality TV is fed to you, you see these celebrities, they do some crazy shit. Oh, my God, they just did this crazy freak out. But then you don't understand how a lot of that shit is orchestrated behind the scenes. Man, after a while, you know that's their job, right, y'all? Like, at the end of the day, it just, it does make a lot of money. So, you know, it does... Uh, allow you to show the flashy lifestyle, but don't get caught up in it. Please understand that people are still at work. Yeah, <laughs> It's kind of like what we talk about an influencer, right? Right. An influencer, we talk about polarization. This is a concept that everybody at the top of the game understands. Have to use it. If you are going to get people to like you, a lot of people don't like Trump, right? But this is a great example because I'm going to show you what I mean. He's very polarizing, so people paid attention to him. A lot of people voted in the election not because they gave a fuck about who was going to win the election. I'm not here to talk about politics or anything like that. But they voted because they hated him so much. Right. The year before that, they voted him because he was so polarizing. But the whole point is, if you take somebody, two people who are not polarizing, you don't too much pay attention. Right. You either love people or hate people. And I think that's the biggest thing when we talk about this. So the first thing I'm telling people is, let's switch to a producer mindset. Let's switch to, I'm going to be a creator. I'm not going to be a consumer because at the end of the day, if you do not do this, prices continue to rise. AI comes in. Because think about this. Okay, so think about this. This is what I'm saying. This is why this is probably the most important thing you're going to watch. If AI is coming in, AI is cheap. I can buy a robot one time. One time. He's going to do it forever. And I can cut my costs. And 
Teach it fast. I don't got to feed it. I don't got to pay for health care. You don't have no emotions. No medical benefits. It's not going to tell me, well, I'm kind of tired today. It's not going to cost me. None of that. Pay. Put them on the a charger. The person I have to pay for if it's a robot is maybe somebody who maintains the robot. So there you go. You got a job right there. But what I am saying is if prices are rising and people are cutting costs for the jobs, do you think there's going to be this big space and all these people in order to be employed and actually to support all this shit that's going on? How, if prices are rising, right, it's like, okay, I'm getting stuff for cheap. I can get it done for cheaper. So why am I going to, like, have you seen the McDonald's where they have the, the person who does the whole order? It's like a robot does the whole order. Oh, that's, that's scary. Yeah, so the robot does the entire order. I wish I could find it, right? That's why we need to get the producer. But it's a robot does the entire order. You don't have to do nothing. You just pay your card, does your entire order for you. Now, think of what I'm saying. If they're going to take fast food jobs, which since I was a kid, that used to be the job that used to scare you with. Right, that's you're the You're going to be up there at McDonald's flipping burgers. Yeah, but, but it was, at least you heard all that security in there, at least, damn. At least I could do that. Right, like, right. like God damn, what y'all going to take? What else are we going to do? So I see what I see where we at with it. It's like, man, you got, you got to, like, you got to sprinkle a little bit of extra on them creative juices and get them out there and then... Damn near get into the automation space whenever you can. Really. So, I think of it like this now. Because if you don't. The next part, I would say, is understanding how to embrace this shit. Now, here's the thing. I work with a lot of clients. And a lot of times I work with older clients. They're just not used to this new social media era. Let me move this up a little bit. They're not used to this new social media era. But what I will say is this. Like you said, it's about moving to automation. But I will, what, I, what, I, what I've noticed... Let me say that. That's a better way to put it. What I've noticed is this. If we're going to really be successful in the coming years, we're going to have stuff like Mama's House and Penthouse. We're going to be bringing this stuff to you. Automation kind of fucked us up today, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This technology fucked us up today. But if we're going to be successful in the coming years, we have to understand, one, how to organize a bunch of data quickly and how to work with difficult things. That's why I talk about system building all the time. In our courses, we talk about system building, right? Because I'm going to tell you the real holy grail that I've learned that really makes you successful in anything. It's the ability to take a bunch of information and rearrange it in new ways. So you've got an AI bot. Sure. This doesn't mean that there's not going to be anything you can do. This right. means that new oh, yeah. services are going to emerge. How you use those bots in creative ways is important. So let's take a little boxing AI that we had right there. What if you was the first person to put together this boxing AI and gambling thing and it's interesting? I ain't saying people want to watch. Maybe they will. But the whole point is the, first, the fact that you'll be the first person to put it together. Or maybe you can get people, you can put your AI boxes in there, you can train your AI boxes, and all of a sudden people bet on the AI boxes because maybe you found a way to train your AI boxer better. And it becomes this whole thing, this whole industry. But if we're not thinking in this way, if we're thinking that, we, that we're going to go to a regular job like usual and it's going to be good for the next couple of years, it's not. Because as the power of your dollar, dollar declines, what's going to happen is you're going to have to find ways to supplement that income. Right. So you're going to find yourself doing what? What most people do is take another job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting in the, uh, getting in the space of uh, AI like an average, like, like, well, like, I think the regular jobs will just, uh, they just will go, they like, okay, so if they eliminate stuff like fast food and things of that nature, then uh, the average normal job would just be at, like at an at a AI bot place, like just to, they won't code be a, that. There won't be a lot of them, though. But if you get in one of them, at least you learn how to code it. Yeah. But what do you do if you don't get in one and then you just don't know how to do anything on a computer? Because I got a couple of friends that just don't know how to surf on the web. They don't even have laptops like that right now. So 
Like, what they going to do? I think, so, that's a great question, though, and I think. But the world just changed. That's why I keep telling that. Well, no, it changed fast. And the thing about that technology in the world is unforgiving. Right. It doesn't really give a damn about, like, oh, I don't really like technology. It's the world. This, this motherfucker. Think about this. If it wasn't for people's grandchildren, a lot of people would have got left in the dust when computers came. Computer breakdown. Hey, can you come over and fix? They still calling me to this day. Hey, um, Let me get computer's you messed up. Can you can can you come over here and fix it? Think about what I'm saying. In this new world, that's not even going to be a thing because AI is like, oh, it'll just do that shit for you. I don't even need nobody to do that. It's something in the air that's going to troubleshoot it for us. It's already over there. But now, the next thing I'm going to talk about, and this is this is something I really want to talk about. The next thing I talk about then is this: what you just said. One of the most powerful tools, and this comes from like. We think about Think and Grow Rich and all these great books. Booked it. But you should read Think and Grow Rich. That should be, like, obvious, right? But what comes from something like this, what I believe is just a great thing for you to remember, is that the person who can organize labor is still king. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to selling ideas and learning these soft skills like sales, persuasion, understanding social intelligence, these are going to be the skills that are the most powerful in the coming years. I know this because I look at kids. So I got my nephew. My nephew, you know, he plays the games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I look at social situations. The kid with the social skills becomes like a god now because so few people have them. Right. So few people. Have you seen, like, for example, you go out um, to the clubs, and a lot of dudes will be sitting there. The girl will be sitting there. They'll both be quiet. They'll, they'll walk up and be like, hey, can I get your Instagram? And then they'll, they won't even talk, and they just walk up and try to DM them. Right. Conversation later. Because... Somewhere social skills was lost. Right. But at a certain point, we're still going to need to interact with people at the high end. Not necessarily bot to bot is going to be communication. Most people are going to be, commu your bot's going to be communicating with my bot. But at the high end, at the highest levels, if you want to be one of the people who gets those highest levels, then you're going to have to be a person who understands how to communicate with these bots, communicate with these other people, and you're going to have skills that other people do not have. Like at the, uh, what are you saying? Like, um, we'll just orchestrate you some, get into the AI. Or like well, just busy. being like, say, for example, right now, we're doing a show like this. Mm -hmm. So shows, doing a show, for example, even if you did a show about AI bots or how to use them, these are ways that you can use skills that are not necessarily technical, but they are related to the industry. So it's learning these different set of skills. That's why I feel like influencers have, have risen so much in the last couple of years because now, okay, I didn't have a skill. Like, everybody talks shit about influencers. Somebody who doesn't have a lot of technical skills. You've said this all the time. How many times have you said, man, I don't really have technical skills? Mm -hmm. oh, I just but, learned how to get on a computer like five, six years ago. But you learned how to influence people. So now because you're a face that people still, people still even if they, well, I'm not social, they still want to watch these people. They still want to see these people. They still want to meet people who are charismatic. And a lot of people think that these skills are things that are just, oh, well, I don't have them. I'm either born with them or I'm not born with them. And I'm saying learning these soft skills is probably going to be the most important thing in the next coming years. You're going to need to learn how to sell shit. You're going to need to learn how to get shit. You're going to, like, all the stuff that a lot of people that we talk about, that we'll have people coming on here to talk about. Like, we got Platinum coming on here on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. He's talking about, like, he's going to tell you about, like, trading. He's going to tell you about, like, Airbnbs. All these things. Industries that did not exist 20 years ago, by the way. Here. Change the entire industry. Now a lot of people don't even want to do regular leases because Airbnbs are so so profitable. Right. I don't even want to uh, move nowhere unless I can Airbnb it out. Because you like, that's an asset. So you're thinking make more some an money. asset type of way. And that's really the biggest thing that we want to take from this. Um, that's like automating your living situation. Well, it's, it's taking 
what you have and finding other ways to be. You know this because you're around me a lot. When people come around, I typically just show them ways to make money. I was talking to this guy in the Uber the other day. He was talking about how he was trying to get a job at iHeartRadio. And at iHeartRadio, you know, he wanted to get an intern so he can get in there and start doing sports casting. Mm -hmm. I said, man, you can just start live streaming that shit yourself. Right, at home. Right now. He looked at me like, what? I was like, yeah, you can just start live streaming that shit yourself. And it's a light bulb went off to him because he never even thought about that. But the whole point is, I told him it's not as difficult as you think. And even if you still want to go work at the network, you at least have a portfolio of all these streams that you have done to become successful. Because as we know, if we look at this shit right now, there's a thousand ways that you can make shit like a broadcast, you can do things like a broadcast that before, this just was not a thing. And now, when I look at this, I say to myself, these are the type of things that we're going to have to learn. These are the type of things that we're going to have to do if we want to really give ourselves some security. I'm not saying that Five years from now, you won't be able to find a job anywhere. But the question is, how much security is that job going to provide if at some point I can get a bot to take over that job? It's difficult for me to get a bot to sell another human because that person is going to be like, I'd still rather prefer to talk to a human on this phone. I keep thinking about Google. What, that person that That called? person, that, that motherfucker is real. Yeah. If, you, if, you call, if you call that Google number right now, it's gonna be a man. He, he, I think his name is Brian, or something like Siri. But he sound real. He sound just like me right now. He's gonna say, "Hello, this is Google. What's up?" Exactly. Well, you need to go. Uh, you, you press mean? one to get over here. The press term, two to yeah. get over there. Hang up if you want to talk to somebody. Actually, pretty soon they're gonna automate dating for you. How can you? Do pretty that? soon they're gonna be like, "Hey, it's gonna be a bot that know how to DM for you and be like, hey, what's up?'" Hmm. Gonna be able to respond. Punchline, or maybe you can hit. Intro, hey, what's up? Then hit the punchline. He's got a bunch of punchlines. It's just going to be able to, it's going to be have studies. So it's going to be like, okay, this is this type of person and stuff like this. Same thing for women. It's going to be able to completely like detect if somebody bullshitting or not through the text message. That's weak. That's weak. I'm going to say, y'all got to get in the field, young young sirs. My young sir, you got to get in the field. They don't want to get in the field. They don't want to get in the field. They want to do the AI bot, go meet up with the people and halfway talk to them like how you said in the person. People, Girls hate that shit, too. Don't do that, y'all. Meet somebody in person, then DM them and say, saw you. That sounds creepy. Yeah. The AI bot going to make it even Is that creepy? creepy? That's creepy, isn't it? It's extremely creepy. Don't, you, nobody, don't nobody want to tell their friends that they met you on Instagram. Like, just look how it sounds. I feel like whenever I hear that, I hear that. that I, when I hear that, this is what I think about. I think of like, hey, I saw you at the club last night. You were looking good, you and your girl. That's Why the, you didn't just say hey? No, that's what I think it is, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Stone Cold Fox. Appreciate you, Stone Cold Fox, for uh, tuning in, tapping in, and, and communicating in the chat. Uh, she said, agreed, he could literally stream it on Twitch. And I said, he's going to be able to do it in a way that's probably live than what you see on ESPN. You seen Paul Pierce. He was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> I want to talk how I want to talk. I want to do what I want to do. And you probably could stream that shit. And then have this whole different perspective that you're like, damn, I never thought, damn, I never thought about that before. People that love people love watching commentary of people in just normal sports, like an average person instead of somebody who actually played. Yeah, like because it's, it's just more theatrical. They get they get to be more funnier. Exactly because they don't have to be as restricted by, say, for example, the network. The network might be like, well, we don't want you talking like this or saying things like this. And then they don't know they don't actually know the guys, which is another reason. Why, you know, it's, it's like 50-50. They don't actually know him, so they're going to go even harder. So the commentary is going to be way funnier. 
Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That dynamic of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But that's also the potency of... Like, they trash! Like, right? Trash. They trash. trash. Like yeah. Bubba Dub, go put Bubba Dub on a, on a hood ESPN sequence. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Look at this. You know, we just watched that video about dominoes. They should really make dominoes like a national sport. In the Olympics. You think so? And you got to wear a do-rag. I wonder if other people... You do got to wear a do-rag. Because everybody watching, and then like you can put your city on top of your do-rag. Oh, yeah. Or oh, your team. We should do it. Your team. Oh, we could live stream the national... Uh, domino tournament? The last national uh, domino league. All of the hood sayings? All the hood sayings. Ten. Ten and shit. Bella, Stella. All Man, three all went this through. You know my favorite one, though. Trees. Oh, yeah. Trees. You hit that hole. I can't hit it like you. Man. I'm going to put that on the board. You got to... Those moments, you got to catch those, those moments. Those moments, like, we had to sit there and... I had to drink a whole shot of Jameson just to hit the the the, the, the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I remember. That shit, that shit, that you shit. You drinking? Huh? Nah, I drank. Shit, shit didn't change since the last season. I drank. You know what I'm saying? Where Where does this come from? I didn't take a little drink or two. You I didn't take a sip. I drank something. But, uh, yeah, man, I like, drank. I be having them. I, you got to, when you hitting those notes, you know, they just come out sometimes. You got to really hit. 15 on the domino board for it to come out right, though. Like, that's true, though, because you ain't got to have the same energy, right? Right, I need to hit a table or something. No, that's the truth, though. But like I say, the reason, you know, the reason I bring all this up, though, is because, you know, I've been looking at a lot of my friends lately, and a lot of the friends that I have, and I'm especially in the communities that I come from, they just don't really take technology that serious. And I think it's my job a lot of times to try to bring light to these situations. That's why there's too many papers. Why I love this too many papers is because he shows a bunch of shit like that. It's a bunch of really creepy shit that's going to allow people to take over. That's why people are trying to replace people all together without trying to interact with other people. But the whole point is, I believe, she said, y'all funny as hell today. No, nah, we just bullshit. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's kind of like, you know how when you up late night and you getting sleepy? We're not sleepy, but it's like because we had so much bullshit happen on the stream, we all here just going and shit like that, and we just like, damn, um, this is how we talk. This is how we be this, talking. This is what we be doing. That's what Playing. people understand. We talk about business, but we'll just throw some bullshit in there every once in a while. Man. Every once in a while, you know. But um, I talk about this type of stuff, man, because I want y'all, I truly, truly want y'all to start building some shit for yourselves. We, we have an opportunity now like no other. Now, while all this shit sounds bad and why I say this might be your last chance to get rich is because this is like your call to adventure. Have I talked about that? I've talked about the call to adventure a lot before. I think we had mentioned it a, a little bit uh, last episode too. We talked about you had mentioned it, yeah, so slightly. That's this is like your call to adventure. When you see a video like this and you get to watching some shit like this, you need to understand why it was created. Right. This ain't no coincidence. Ready. I was so pissed off when that stream did not work at the time it was supposed to, but I realized I said, you know, it's part of the process. Live streaming. DJ was like, man, shit, we can't go too long today. I'm hungry. I mean, I mean, it just is what it is. They gonna eat too, but I'm saying though, we should. You should just order some shit and really just ate it on here. Yeah, I can. I could have. Yeah, you don't even gotta. Uh, KP gonna cook. KP be cooking. She can. KP can't. KP can't cook it, can she? She can cook. <laughs> what she say? I don't know what she said. Pasta. Pasta. You Alfredo? Big Fredo. You and everybody. I ain't mad at Fredo. You know it's funny. 
Every girl be cooking at Alfredo. I'm I'm a fan of Alfredo. I ain't no bougie. It's, I'm not. It's not about being see me. Bougie. See it's me. Just like, it's the starter dish. It's like see me. If you was playing a game and they was giving you like the first thing, they get Alfredo. It'd be like the Alfredo first dish. dish. But have you ever fucked up some Alfredo? I can't cook. That's why I be so grateful for every meal. Nah, she can come out, you can come out here with a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You, you I'm just talking. being nice. That's all it is. No, nah, bro, you don't understand. Yeah, I, I do. Don't, well, yeah. Well, do if anybody I should, nigga, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what? We don't get no man. Listen, what they say? That's like back in the day. I used to turn down food because I, I I'm not eating at other people's house until I got out on my own. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'm out there. Y'all doing nachos? Damn, the only way to get me to come for free. It's free food. It's free who? I'm on the way. I used to look down on the people going to get free food at events. Like, look at them. Like, they ain't never ate before. Soon as I got out on my own, I say, hey, um. Y'all you cooking. Said, you said they cooking over there? Who cooking? I'm over there trying to sneak a plate out. It's all good, though. <laughs> I ain't above it. I'm sorry, y'all. I made fun of people, but um, I got what was coming to me. You know what I'm saying? When I was at the house hungry. Now I'm on the air fryer seven days a week. So I can't even say shit about you, KP. My bad. <laughs> um, the air fryer. I'm on that air fryer. It's unlimited. It's it's it's, it's the, the most elite. Air fryer, damn, they're like AI. It's it's cutting a lot of cooking jobs out. No, that's seriously. Not, that's gonna still be around. Uh, you think a robot would be able to cook like that? Air fryer, a uh, motherfucker. Though. You think a robot would be able to cook like a person? That's a robot. Cook. That's that's that's. Like, but like, I'm saying they got the one where the arms with the legit arms. Uh, I feel like you can put anything in the air fryer, and it's gonna be way better than it was before it got in there. It don't matter what it is. I ain't gonna lie, you like you want to revive some fried chicken? Put it in that fucking air fryer. You can put or uh, you can put a chicken breast in the air fryer. It's gonna do. It's gonna do something you never seen before. That's true. It's don't do that, like y'all. <laughs> no, it might though. No, you can. You can though. Out. You can. You can boil Bro, it. You can bake. I bake cinnamon rolls in that shit. I bet. Yeah. There you go. Drop that bitch in there. Yeah. I don't see, know how to cook y'all. Valencia. Valencia said the air fryer is the truth. You right. Facts. Hey. Look, I'm going to tell y'all what we're going to do. We're talking about this topic today. We, we want to hear from y'all. So if anybody wants to call in, too. Oh, she say, mess up my Alfredo, and I'm going to have to show you the door. I'm not going to say nothing about it while I'm there. I'm going to eat it with the... I, can I, okay, can I tell y'all a story? We want to open up the phone lines if y'all want to call in. But I want to tell y'all a story, right? And hopefully... <laughs> so I was in college, right? This girl was... She was like, man, I can cook. I can cook. I can cook. And for weeks, she was like, man, I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to cook. Right? She's like, I'm from the South. I know how to cook. She was from Georgia. She said, I'm from Georgia. I know how to cook. I'm like, okay. I'm coming to the house and know how to cook. Now, I got a policy, D. I don't know if you know this about me. I always tell people the day they're going to cook for me that I've already ate previously. The reason I do this is because if the food is bad, I can be like, man, I'd already ate, man. I, man, this, this is good. <laughs> kind of sneak up out of there with just taking the plate home with me. Okay, okay. So then I, so disposing of so it probably. I do my strategy, right? Um, the MHEB quarter legs. So like, <laughs> Y'all funny. Uh, they dropped that in the airport? Yeah, she said, she's, uh, let's just say, them HEB quarter legs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's talking about putting them in the fry. But So I go to her house, and I'm eating the food, and I swear the first bite, this is some of the worst food I ever tasted. Oh, God. Bottom two cooks in my life. Bottom two. Bottom two. Not Worst food. Like, like top ten, bottom two, right? <laughs> bottom two cooks in my life. And as I was sitting there, I was like, this shit's so bad. I don't know if I'm going to be able to take the second bite. Bang. She in there like, yeah, I already told you and stuff like that. Yeah, man, bang. I, like, I ate so much today, man. So I took the plate. You know, I got my other bite out of it, whatever. 
And I was like, man, I got to take this to go. It's so good. And I just threw that shit in the trash. I never, I never um, talked to her about that shit again. Man. We, just never spoke, we just never spoke about cooking again. That sounds like uh, what we used to do with kids. My mama used to bring something that we ain't eat. We, we ain't tell them. We ain't, you can't tell them you don't eat it. Yeah. Why would you can't tell your people that? Or you my go mama your, get pissed to this day if they you go, come over the house and do that shit. Oh, man, they, they, you got to eat all the food that's on the, on, on, on the show. What you doing? If any of y'all want to call in, y'all can call in. We talking about this, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm we gonna talk about a couple things. We got to be honest with y'all. We kind of just vibing here today because we got started a little bit late today because we had some technical difficulties. I think we got it figured out, but we got a big surprise for y'all coming this week because we're gonna be getting a new setup, a new setup. And you flying out tomorrow, right? Oh yeah, gonna hit up uh, New York. We're gonna get the Mevo's cameras and just turn it up from there. We're going to run them up. We're going to do a big cowboy radio coming up. She said, I'm about to steal that from you, big dog. Steal it. Take it because no, it's you. Take it. She's talking about um, telling people that when you go to their house, um, I already ate. Because I, I know. Yeah, you you. I know. Everything's up for grabs. I know they're going to bust out that Alfredo. I know they're ready to bust out. I'm, not, I'm playing about Alfredo, y'all. Ain't no girl ever going to cook me Alfredo again once she watch this podcast because she's going to be like, you said you don't want it. I'm eating. I don't. I ain't. I, I ain't never nah, I, in my know, life been bougie. You know, at this point in my life, though, when, ever when you can't, I'm eating. I'm, to just, I'm gonna have to get a chef. I'm eating. I'm gonna eat that food too. If it's cuisine, all that extra shit, put it on the table. Put it on the table. Put it on the table right along with that with the noodles. We are gonna bust that down right too. So I guess. Uh, I guess. Okay. This. Okay. I guess. When I, I want to get back on track. I'm busting it down. Let me ask you this, then. Right. Okay. Because really, I want to get really meta with you. That's something that you can do in order to survive in this new world. Being able to vibe and shit like that. But here's the thing. I'm going to ask you this question. What do you think are some things people need to do in order to get ready for this new world, this new economy that's coming? Just off the top of your head. It don't even matter. It could be something crazy. Mm. You could say whatever. Uh, to get ready for this new world. That's emerging. Damn. What's something you've done? Like, just something you've been so doing. That's why my brain... You know, when you used to uh, put... To, uh, Put together a burnt CD or put together songs on a CD. Mm-hmm. And uh, at school, you would have all of them in your head. But as soon as you sat down in front of the computer, you couldn't remember none of the songs. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of things that you should do uh, because this is a brand new world. As a matter of fact, this is, what you, this is the one thing you should do. You should dead everything you used to do. Dead it. Dead it. Dead it. Kill it dead. Kill them dead. All that old shit got to stay over there. At, the, at that old life, the old life before the pandemic, all that extra shit, right? And then just develop a whole new mindset. Listen to new books. Listen to new music. Listen to whole new everything. Find new friends. Be disrespectful about it. I mean, go pull up on new people and just hear them talk about stuff. Send this podcast out to people. Man. Let everybody, I just slid that in there. Send it Send out, though. <laughs> Make it. sure to like the podcast, y'all. That's one thing you, you for sure can do man, in you this know, new world. Just like you, though, right? World, right. How you bullied your way into my life. We was literally just talking about this on the phone today. Yeah. You, you gave me permission to be able to say that, right? Yeah, come on. You gave me permission to be able to say, you like, man, look, you can say it. Man, bullied his way in my life because he wanted new knowledge. I needed it. Needed I, I don't give a fuck. I, if I need something, I'm going to go get it, guys. I'm not ashamed to say that. Uh, and you should be about that, about your success in life, too. You know what I'm saying? If it's people out here that are moving a certain way, you understand. Listen, 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 listen. I knew the pandemic was coming six, seven years ago. I knew something was something okay. strange was about to happen for a piece of change. Okay. Am I lying? I, we was talking about it. You was saying it too, man. You used to say it. You used to talk about it. That's why I hooked on to it because I felt it. Yeah. You used to talk about it at The View when we was first starting. Man, something big is emerging. Something big is about to happen. Something, something, you used to say, you used to say, you used, you used to say, 
it's a big change about to come. You know what I call it? Something. You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? Um, a southern renaissance. We used to say that's why we we that's why if y'all ever if you ever go look back at our content, we got years of online content. We got courses. I mean courses on top. Me and this guy right here on the couch, years of it, and it's because we had made the conscious decision years ago that. We are like dead in that old shit. All of the old shit. I mean, this this guy's from the the hood. I'm from the hood too as well. All of the shit, bro. Fuck it. We just finna do something else. Like he did that before he even met me. I did that before I met him. Which is the reason why when he when I met him, he was talking about like, yeah, man, this the future. Something's about to happen, man. We gotta get ready. Like. Fuck all, everybody doing this. Let's do this. And you know, like, that's the type of shit you need to be doing. When everybody going right, you need to hook that left. Yeah. You need to hook that left. You just need to see what's going on, you know? You got to understand. You know, one of my favorite concepts I ever learned was being on the wrong side of history. Right. right? Don't everyone do that. But here's the thing, right? So right now, you got all the world is very polarized right now. And everybody's convinced that the way they're doing shit is right. Right. But, that's why everybody's going to feel But too. if you look back through history, there's all these people who did these horrible fucking horrible things. Things that are like unspeakable. We look back at them and be like, they was tripping. Why would they agree with that shit that is going on? Why would they agree with, say, for example, burning people at the stake or rounding everybody up and putting them in like concentration camps or enslaving entire groups of people? Why would people agree with that shit? Because at the time, they believe in their mind. You couldn't have told them what they were doing is wrong. I'm not not condoning any shit. What I'm saying is those people, if you look back, Probably now they'd be like, damn, that shit was stupid as fuck. Right. Because they were on the wrong side of history. And I've told people all the time, when you're following the crowd, you also have to be very careful that you don't end up on that wrong side of history. Right. You don't be end up being the person like, uh, like we always joke about this. My family always jokes about this. Um, the Titanic, right? Right. Every time they got some shit, because the Titanic was like, it couldn't be sunk. Somebody said, not even God himself could sink this ship. I'm like, bro. Why did you? I'm not getting on that shit, right? right. And and it's not even about like if you're a religious person, or nothing. It's just like, bro, don't say shit like that. Right. right? Just, but the arrogance to think that oh, this shit is all figured out or everybody has it understood. That's why I always tell people I'm a I love science, bro. I love all the I could go through experiments. I love all the quantum physics and shit that's emerging right now. I love all that shit. But one thing I heard a science say what we now know one time when I was a kid, and I said, oh, it's, it's an evolving thing. They're learning more and more and more. There was a time when we didn't know what the fucking electron was. There was a time we thought the atom was the smallest part of the human existence. And then we found that there's something below that, right? That's what the quantum world is talking about now. So as these things evolve, as these things move forward, we find out there's more and more that we're learning. So what I'm saying is, if just like you're saying, if you really believe that I've got it all figured out, you can cut shit like this off. But what we're trying to tell you is, we're looking at things like AI. We're looking at things like inflation. We're looking at these things and trying to tell you, this is the type of shit. When you said, oh, you saw something years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I saw all this years ago. That's why I'm in the position I am now. That's it. I saw people fucking getting this. I said, this video is going to be important. I need to learn how to use this. I need to learn how to use this camera. I need to learn how to talk. I need to learn how to public speak. I need to learn how to use these skills because I knew this. When I met you, you already understood. You was already fucking with the social media. Way before I was really good at any social media platform, you was already doing it. And you were showing me, like, hey, P, let's do this. We need to be on here. We need to be getting attention. We need to be doing this. You saw that years ago. It is becoming even more vitally important. You think I'm just showing you at the beginning of this show AI's boxing because I think it's cool? <laughs> I saw it and was like, oh, my God, they can simulate this. 
<laughs> what the fuck else could they be simulating? Right. Cars driving by themselves. Nah, you might yeah. be able to get a therapist that can diagnose you in the future. You don't know what they're doing. But you can always be one step ahead of the game by building a different set of skills. And that's the type of stuff we talk about on Mama's House to Penthouse. Just being somebody who thinks. When you're somebody who thinks, you don't follow the herd all the time. Right. And then what happens is when things start shifting, you, was our, you have the mindset to make the shifts too. Well, and then you seem magical because like you seem like you was in the right place at the right time when really you shifted years ago. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I think if you're really paying attention, you can see it. Well, that's when you get around your, your high-level friends. That's what they're doing all day. They're just sitting in the gallery like, hey, man, did you see this? Look at this article. So it seems like in about four years, if we do this, 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 and this, we probably can insert ourselves in here. Oh, that's perfect, bro, because we was already working on the other project that was three years from that. And then I think that's going to be around the time when we're doing the dome. So if the dome going to uh, start then, we probably have a lot of people down there. Yeah. Probably sell shirts, too. Yeah. I mean, they go down down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, you walking out there uh, production day, it's looking good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? you like, damn, they thought about the yeah. yeah. It was just a little bit of forethought. That's all it is, just a little bit of pre, you know what I'm saying? Like, really that's strategic. Facts. Like, and having friends, having people around you, you know, that's why I say dead out of that old shit. Because the old shit, you know, is old Man, shit. That's another thing, though, right? And I know you was ranting there and you was going off right there, but I think that's a big thing what you just said. That was a huge one you just said in there. One of the things you're going to need in the future is building a strong network. And that's why we do stuff like this and we start connecting with people and bring entrepreneurs together because I know that's one of the, when I really started becoming successful, it was because of that. It was because I started connecting with the right people, connecting with you, connecting with other people, connecting with the world's most hated, connecting with all these people. And that's something that that ability for a person with skills to move you forward is something that you cannot purchase. You got you to gotta get in there and actually meet with those people because those people might give you access to those things for cheaper. Another thing you just said, and I don't know if you know how, how cold what you just said was, was the fact of how those people congregate together. What are y'all talking about? Bullshit. I, I think one of the biggest things that people don't understand is if you and your friends are not talking about shit when y'all get together, you're in trouble. Yeah, because after a while, you got to stop hanging with these people, mm-hmm. okay? Because hanging is just dirty anyway. Think about what you're doing. Think about you trying to get somewhere, motherfucker hanging on your ass. Like, ugh, get off of me. Yeah. Like, move, motherfucker. Like, come on or, or something. Like, don't hang on. Don't hang on shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get together, y'all create. Y'all brainstorm, and then you recreate. Ain't no hanging. After a certain time period, you're only hanging with people because you're not able to switch your zip code. You know what I'm saying? Like, after college, college is an opportunity to switch your zip code. Before that, you can hop in AAU to switch your zip code. You're a young person watching this right now. You can go as anywhere. You can switch your zip code online. We got stuff available, you know what I mean, where you can talk to people in different chats, but you just... Really, insert new knowledge is the moral of the whole story to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as, like, just AIs and everything, like, get new knowledge in your brain so that way you can start operating differently. You know what I mean? You can start moving like the AI bot. Stone Cold Fox said y'all social media course was fine. Appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank Appreciate you. We had, like, oh, which one? But I guess, I guess, you know, since it is already getting late and stuff, like, we were supposed to be streaming earlier, I guess we can kind of give a little recap of stuff we talked about. We talked about a lot, but. I think the biggest thing, um, kind of recap here, is starting with the first thing is switching from producer to consumer. Because that's what you just said. I mean, switching from consumer to producer. Because yeah. that's what you just said. 
right yeah. there about being able to think. Right. The person who just consumes blindly is just not thinking. You gotta gotta wake up, right? I tell, I tell um, my friend upstairs. I tell KP all the time. I don't want to. I don't want to watch the movie. I want to make it. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to be in that motherfucker, man. I don't. I want to watch our movies. I hear. I see him. Will Smith. I, I love Will. I love it all, man. One thing I love about Will Smith, he said, I just looked at the people that was creating movies back when I started. He said, I ain't watch movies. I just looked at the ones that was hot. He said, they had bugs in it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to put bugs in mine. Then he said, they had romance and love in it. I say, oh, bet. Let's add some of this in there, too. He said, it had fighting and action and guns and murder and killing. He said, let's add that in there. He said, it had a, little, little, it had a whole bunch of drama. Let's add all that in there. He said, when I got to creating movies, I just did what everybody was watching. You know what I'm saying? So he was already out of the... I'm not finna watch the movies. Of course, you have to watch them to get a good sense of... Especially you want to get great at something. Yeah, like, for sure. Don't, don't, don't take what I'm saying and, like, don't... like don't 86 movies now. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, the, the recreation of it is still mental. You still get a lot of great lessons out of movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, even comical movies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on. No, I 100% agree with you. And I think that's the biggest no, thing. This. Like you said, it's... You're going to always consume to a degree. Right. But the whole point is if you're 80% consumer, then you're at the mercy of whatever happens in the market. They got a whole baby formula shortage right now. Like babies can't get their formula right now. That's a thing. Right. That's a thing. And there's these things like this that are happening all around the world. But I guarantee there's people who don't adhere to that. That doesn't even bother them because they live in a different world. There's a guy, London has some of the most strictest restrictions during the, during the pandemic of any other country. We were in Mexico recently. I met this guy. He was sitting uh, he was sitting in front of the beach. We were out there, and we were talking to him. He was from London. And I asked him, he tells the dude who had money because he was just in the middle of the week from London here at, at this place. Uh, one of my friends, he took me to this place. It was like, it's like a, something like $1,500 a table. So, you know, just in Mexico on a Tuesday, though. Right, Not yeah. even on a weekend. I probably, it was probably way more expensive then. But he just sitting there, and I asked him, you know, what were the – Lockdown restrictions, like in London, I know it was pretty strict. He was like, I don't know. and his whole demeanor, his swag was like, "Shit, I didn't deal with that shit." Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't because I don't. he had a certain level of wealth. And the whole thing is, a lot of the things that happen are things that happen to you because you operated a certain level of wealth. Right? A lot of the oh, you had to wear masks. People who were on private jets didn't wear masks. They did the fuck they wanted to do, and that's why people kept getting in trouble because they kept catching them yeah. without them. They're like, well, you told us to wear them. It's because you get, you, it's a different rule. Right. But the yeah, thing is, yeah. instead of, instead of, oh, if y'all want to call in, y'all can call in too. I just, I'm looking at the chat here. Um, but instead of getting mad, stop being a, a consumer and start producing. And if y'all have problems getting through on the phone lines, just hit zero and it, it, it'll call us. So just hit zero if y'all have a problem getting through on the phone lines and, it, and it'll call us. But, um, but you get what I'm saying? Like, instead of getting mad at, oh, well, you know, they're not doing this, why don't you just become one of these people? Because it is possible with the stuff we're talking about on this show. It's just a money. It's just a money, right? Like my boy, yeah. So any of y'all want to call in, make sure y'all call in. Hit that line right now. Hit that line right now because um, um, I, I didn't got D here for uh, way past the lighted amount of time. I can already see I could have made, I yeah. could have, I could have, all I'm saying is, Eventually, it won't be able to happen because we both might be booked for fifty thousand. Yeah, I well, just think like thing. that. I think I, I I'm slightly pissed off only because we could have been we you could have been making twenty five thousand just as well as I could have been. Okay. 
And the only reason why I'm slightly pissed off is because I ain't even think about us setting this shit up like how we did today. It ain't no harm, no foul. He going to go back to his house, which is fairly close. And I'm going to go back and just eat. I don't even have nowhere to go. But I just think about the future, y'all. That Alfredo getting cooked? Nah, fuck that Alfredo. I think about the future, y'all. <laughs> I think about the times where if we set up and it's late and so much money is lost. And not just a, not, not, not just a couple thousand, you know, where we, you know, four thousand, five, you know, and not, none, none of that money. I'm talking about 50, 60. I'm talking about because 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 somebody made somebody made a small mistake, fifty, sixty thousand dollars has been lost. That's happened to us before. Yeah, well, yeah, shit. Yeah, we lost fifty bands in, in like one minute. Though, well, no, nah, that damn, wasn't really. Damn. A, I guess you could say that's a mistake. It's, it's, I mean, well, no, no. Well, no, that well, ain't no, ours. Well, it, this is what I say. Okay, that's like. Well, that's like. Well, no, I've said this before. There's a difference between a liability and a mistake, in my opinion. Now, of course, I'm not talking we about didn't know. The, the. That's what I'm saying. That's why there's a difference. Mistakes are things you don't know. If you keep making a mistake over and over, and you know better, you've become a liability. And I think that's the real difference. Right. Because that fifty thousand, we just learned the lesson that you don't put all your eggs in one basket in the sense of, oh, we're depending on Instagram as the platform to build a business or a section of the business. When you don't control the whole back end. Yeah, exactly. That's what we feel. Because somebody could always switch the game up on you and be like, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't letting y'all do that no more. Instagram smoked so many businesses when they stopped automation. Right, and that's what we, that's what we, that like, that shit, that shit fucked up. They, yeah. they used automation. Right. They, they, it's like, we're going to use it. Right, you got to get it pay us to use automation. Like, you can't get it from nowhere else. Yeah. Which makes sense. It makes sense, but if you don't, it, it preaching what we preaching now, on, like, you know, owning your own, or, or, or like, getting into, like, the other side of it. I think, so, so here's my thing, right? As we wait, if y'all want to call in, make sure y'all call in. We'll just talk a little bit more um, and wait for some calls in, call-ins. Here's what I'm saying. Even if you work in a regular job, I'm saying do something else that's going to allow you some type of security. That's all I'm saying. Because you might get your ass automated one day. That's all. Because, and, and for other, example, if I'm working at a job, I can start looking at Airbnbs. And then, like, I know somebody is saying, well, what is something else if everything's going to be automated, right? So one of my favorite things, buy, buy low, sell high. And that's just anything. You can do it from something as simple as a case of water, like once you list something on a platform for what you bought it for and you make more from it, that your mind just blows away. It's like, holy shit, I really could have just been doing this. It's like what, and it's not, don't don't take away from your passion. No, if you work at your job and your job is your passion and it might get automated, that's fine. Just work on, you know, owning that for yourself well, in the future. I, well, but no, I, I'm agreeing with yeah. you because what I what I what you're getting at is what I'm talking about, right? You're adding other things, right? Because you may love what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, don't don't. But that's what I was saying. Somebody as a businessman, I tell y'all this, right? I you can love open it. Doing this, you can oh, open it. You can open it. They scared. They good. Yeah, y'all good. Come on. In. Good. But um, if you're a businessman, right? Yeah. And you um. Look, I, I love doing business. That's where I was going. I love doing business. But the thing is, I have other things that are not my specific or my main business that I'm taking part in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm making money from those different income streams because if something happens where whatever I'm doing in business, they're like, oh, well, they've automated that, and I've got to switch to something else, I'm very fluid. I'm very agile. And I think this is something like my mother, she just retired, and she's always asking, you know, what did I do with my retirement money and stuff like that? 
And fortunately, I do know things that she can do and mm-hmm. start to make some money, some quick returns and stuff like that. Make sure she just got income for the rest of her life. Right. And she's going to be good regardless because I ain't never going to let her go down. And that's a great feeling to have for a family member. Well, I'm saying, though, the key to it is, though, is you have to think of your life that way because she came from a different generation than us. Right. She went through the workforce in a different generation. She did like 30 years, city of Houston. You know what I'm saying? That's a different workforce. She remembered the 60s, the 70s. The, that's a different time. Us, it's completely different. So for you to come into the workforce now and feel like, well, I just got this job. I'm going to make sure it's good and have security. It's not going to be the same because mm-hmm. at the same time, the more assets you can acquire – easier the game is going to get for you and everybody else. I think one of the biggest things, I know people talk about generational wealth all the time, but I think one of the biggest generational wealth you can give people is knowledge, uh, actual knowledge that can pass down. Like, I'll give you a prime example of this. Um, do, you know, do you know about the Vanderbilt? you know who Cornelius Vanderbilt is? Mm-hmm. So he owned all the railroads back in like the late 1800s and stuff like that. And his, his university name after him, Vanderbilt. Now, the thing about this is, that's what's so crazy about this, is all his descendants, I believe not one of his descendants is a millionaire, something like that. Don't quote me on that, but they had like a reunion, not one of them was a millionaire. But then you have the Rothschilds. Now, everybody hates them. I'm just, just listening to this story. Rothschilds was bankers, and he basically put together this thing called the personal banking system, like the family banking system that they use in order to generate money. There's a whole thing where they teach you this strategy of using whole life insurance and stuff like that. We could get into that on another podcast, something like that. But one of the stipulations of borrowing from the family bank was, one, you had to pay the bank back just like a regular bank, but also you had to meet with all the other family members and pass down financial knowledge each year. That was the two stipulations. Now, their family is between one and 100 trillion estimate. Nobody knows because, you know, when you get to them old money levels, nobody knows how much money they have. Right, it's just too it's much. Not, it's not on Forbes list. They're not on Forbes list. That money, that old yeah. money, that, the serial number on them dollars, we, uh, they probably don't even know what. They, damn, what somebody still, somebody still holding that money. Now, how could somebody through all those generations retain that wealth? It wasn't because I passed my son six hundred million dollars and said, "There you go, son." All right, fuck it all. Vanderbilt passed down money. Now none of his descendants are. Well, maybe some of them are now. I don't know, but I'm saying at the time I saw that video, none of them were. Now you got their family got all that money because they passed down so much knowledge. There may be other factors in place, but um. I think the biggest thing I'm getting at is understanding that in order for you to truly be successful, there's different knowledge you should get, there's different things you get, so you have security. The whole point is why I say this might be your last chance to get rich is because if automation hits and then you haven't built these skills, now you're starting from behind. You don't even have the basic skills, which what I call is the out-the-mud skills that you can use because those are off the market. You used to be able to, like I say, be a graphic designer. Be somebody, I'm about to go write some papers, or I'm about to go do some grunt work or do some data entry or things that didn't require a lot of skills. If flipping burgers is going away. Damn. You get what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not even somebody who's talking down on it because I feel like however you get your money, if you're willing to grind, that, I, that's respectable. Anyway, you get money. Uber, all that type of shit. They're trying to automate Uber drivers. Well, it's completely automated. That's going to happen eventually. Eventually, it's going to be automated. They had, Mercedes-Benz had these little lips where basically they would be able to, say, for example, they run out of milk at Walmart. They would literally be able to take the milk from Walmart, put it in an order, take it from the factory, or not the factory, from the farm where it's produced, put it on an automated thing, take it all the way to Walmart, and stock it on the shelves without a human interaction. Look at the jobs that we're talking about. These are jobs that didn't require any education. 
that don't require you to have anything. You can get these literally off the street. If these jobs are being taken away, so even that safety net of I can go get me a minimum wage job is going to slowly disappear. And now they're getting into jobs that are not just minimum wage jobs. They're actually higher level jobs. So the whole thing is we have to put ourselves in position of, of things that don't go away. And I think that's the biggest thing I'm talking about here, why I made this video and why I think this was something important to talk about. That's why, I mean, you look at it, people on the computers, people on content. Somebody said, people um, on all of this type of stuff. Somebody said, y'all should multi-stream this to Twitch. Okay, we'll look into that. Yeah. We'll definitely look into that. Why not? I, I guess, want oh, I guess I want, yeah, so I'm pretty sure people do do it. They stream to, to two different things at the same time. We just have to watch two different chats. We probably got to get, like, a once we get the uh, new setup. Oh we'll, yeah, we'll look at. We'll make this simpler. We're basically gonna, we'll it. just put a. We're gonna get a producer, y'all, to make this a lot easier, a lot smoother. So I don't have to keep reaching here and switching shit. I told him I'm being transparent with y'all. I just want y'all to see the process as we grow. But um, yeah, I'm a generalist. Yeah, that makes sense. Being a generalist, like I said, I think um, where a lot of the specialization comes to is what you're passionate about. Though you just tend to do certain things more than anything. It's kind of like. Uh, you got entrepreneurs, you got serial entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Like, both of them can make money, but some of them just like the process of building things. I know, like, I do like making new products, but I also like taking, like, a company and building it up, and then you see the growth and progression and putting shit together. But I guess um, if, if we don't got any call-ins call today, I, I know we probably, I had a lot of people I know who wanted to call into the show today, but the stream got messed up early, so we kind of didn't get a chance to do things like we wanted to do. I'm excited about the... Uh the new, the, the, well, the setup that's coming tomorrow, yeah. um, and um, you know, more live streaming. Yeah. And I'm, I appreciate uh, who just dropped that Twitch idea in there. Um, yeah, that's Stone Cold Fox. Shout out to Stone Cold Fox. Oh man, Valencia. thank you, man. Valencia always checks in with us. Shout out to Stone Cold Fox. Shout Stone Cold Fox was dropping some information. Stone Cold. She, she I think that's my Snapchat friend. Yeah, I uh, sent out everything to all of my Snapchat friends. Make yeah. sure they tapped in with yeah. us. She was the one who said, um, "Don't be talking about the Alfredo." I'm sorry. Right, I'm just saying. Like, I told y'all, I'm not bougie. I'm not. I don't. I. I I'm gonna eat. Some people don't like their food at touching their other food. Least, like, I'm from least, the country. At least do some shrimp. I'm from the country. We, I, we eating the food. <laughs> if it's touching the food, we eating the food. What you saying? You want to put some hot sauce in between all of that? I don't. Eat, I don't really use hot sauce. I'm beating. Oh, I I'm, know somebody's like blast for me. <laughs> Somebody's like blast for me. I don't even fuck with hot sauce. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, tell. Oh, not hot sauce, not ranch. Right. No, I'm beating the back of the hot sauce, and I'm beating the back of the ranch. She just said stream laugh. We was just talking about stream laugh. You just asked me what is that? Try and get that shit up out of there. That's when that ketchup uh, dropped that wet shit out. Oh, oh, <laughs> ew! I hate that. Oh, you gotta shake that bad boy up. Ew, that's the worst part. I hate that worse than yeah, that. I don't like top of your fries soggy. Ugh. Oh, yo, I hate soggy cereal. I don't eat ranch either. I don't know and if y'all heard it, but I socks. wanted to say it again. I don't eat ranch either. You don't eat ranch? Nah. You yeah. did some of that peach What you said? Ne no, I did eat Never. Ranch. Never. Never. They asked D to do something. Never. Never. Tell Never. that story. Um, you want to give me a final thought so we can get out of here? Yes, uh, final thoughts from the penthouse, man. Even though, you know what I'm saying, you get in the game and sometimes the scoreboard is fucked up, you know what I'm saying? You still play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what they talking about. You get in the game and you make a difference. Um, as far as my final thoughts, man, just try to put a little bit of forethought into everything coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like this new world that's coming out right now, it's a whole bunch of 
AI bots. Listen, I mean, if y'all out, I ain't no computer savvy, no computer tech savvy ass person either, but I definitely understood that I needed the basics of this shit in order to get into this new world. And I knew that a couple years ago. So all we saying is put a little forethought into this shit. Uh, with you seeing people boxing and robots boxing, don't shine, don't shine on it. Think about what that could mean for you. It can mean something could delete or it can mean that you got a new opportunity. So all we uh, are trying to get through your, uh, through everybody's school is just to, you know, open your brain up and just start thinking uh, outside the box and really get in there. My final thoughts from the penthouse is take this opportunity now. Don't be the person looking back on the wrong side of history. And you had an opportunity to actually get into these different investments, get into these different worlds. Look into this stuff. Learn more about it because one thing I'll say, even with these AI bots and everything that's going on, if you educate yourself about it, you're going to be able to be on the good side of it, right? Stone Cold Fox just got in here and was like, y'all should check out Streamlabs. That's educating But streaming, live streaming, I don't know if y'all know that, This, this that's one of the biggest growing things like as far as content creation right now if you're learning how to live stream it's, it's helping a lot of people create careers get money uh, just be able to help with their business it's a bunch of different stuff going on with this live streaming but maybe that's something you should look into i told the guy in the car the other day about the sports cast and like looking the live streaming it wasn't something he thought about he's not tripping there's nothing wrong with him i'm giving him that because i'm trying to tell him hey look look into this type of stuff because that old way of doing stuff, a lot of people are not really watching the traditional ways of media anymore because they're not getting as much authenticity from it anymore because those people are getting watered down, they're controlled by corporate interests. So a lot of people want to watch something that's more intimate, more controlled. So if you're one of those people, my final thoughts are just, like my boy D said, put a little more forethought, but switch to the producer mindset. How can I look at these technologies and I can understand how I can produce with it? Put something out there and look for multiple streams of income that I can use in order to make sure that I'm secure. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's not just investment advice. I'm talking about have other things because there's a lot of ways to make money that are maybe tied to what you do. For example, we do business, but we also live stream. Those are things that we use together in order to help us get more exposure, get out there more, have different income streams, whether it's advertising, whether it's ads, whether it's these different things that we use. You could do the same thing. So my final thoughts, think a little bit about that. Look for other ways to become more of a producer and creator. And I think you'd be pretty good. Do you want to tell them where to find you? Yes, sir. Countrycowboy.com. <laughs> Two Y's at the end. Make sure you tap all the way in to uh, the Cowboy Bundle. It's uh, available. Um, we got a whole bunch of uh, stuff inside of that bundle, too. So, you know, we got the influencer in there. We got... Uh, DIY credit program, do it yourself, fixing your own credit, something that <clears throat> you could definitely take into this new world. That's something that's always going to be important. You can fix yours and uh, charge people to fix theirs. Um, fitness in there too, always looking good. You look good, you do good, you do good, you feel good, you feel good, you get more money, you happier, you know, people happy, everybody lit. So make sure that you tap in with all of that. Um, it was something else I wanted to say. I wanted to let them know, like, for real, for real, y'all. It's so serious. I'm flying to New York in the morning. We going to go get all of the shit that we need for Cowboy Radio, and we tapping all the way in. So this means all of the big events like Summer Jam coming up, your favorite clubs, uh, uh, all, all, all of the clubs, Friday night, space, 
Saturday Night Dior. I mean, Saturday Daytime, all of that stuff. We going federal when it comes to live streaming. So make sure that y'all tap in. Cowboy.com, countrycowboy.com with two Y's on the end. And from there, you just tap in with everything on the site, literally. Princeton Hicks on everything, P-R-I-N-S-T-O-N-H-I-C-K-S. If y'all want to see me, I'll be speaking live at the Billionaire Inner Circle event on June 26th. Should have been June 27th, huh? June 27th, that would have been live. But uh, June 26th, I'll be speaking live at the uh, Billionaire Inner Circle event. Y'all can come check it out. Y'all can get tickets and stuff for it right now. It's going to be a lot of great speakers. It's not just me. It's a lot of great speakers that's going to be there. I appreciate them for inviting me out. But I will be lighting up the stage. Boop. I'm going to light the stage up. Trust me. I'm going to smoke the stage when I get up there. You're going to be like, damn. It's live stream, that's too. What that's, what I'm, that's what I'm on. That's the, that's the time I'm on. Right? Check it out. But PrincetonHicks.com or everything, I would launch a massive action mentoring, which is basically us taking you step by step and teaching you these things. Teaching you how to survive in this new economy. I know we talk about it on Mom's House of Penthouse, but then we got strategies to actually take you, hold you by the hand, and do it. Also, if you go to PrinceHicks.com, you can check out Massive Action Biz, which is a course that's going to teach you how to build a business in less than two hours. Now, of course, you're not going to build a business in two hours, but I'm saying the course <laughs> doesn't take a long time to get through. Because somebody's going to sit there and be like, you said you two said, hours, bro. You, you said two hours, I can do a business. I was going to build my right. business in two hours. Not, no, I'm saying it's going to teach you how. In right? two hours. You take the course, and then it's going to give you a workbook. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to get through it then. Also, go get How to Start a Business in 30 Days. Now, what this is, is me and almost, what, 50-plus videos of other entrepreneurs and stuff explaining to you how to own, operate, and run your business. So you can use all this stuff together. They all come with workbooks. Now all going to be something that you can use to become successful. Use this stuff. This is literally us putting this stuff together. And then, like I say, you be like, I don't got money for my business. You can go check out the Cowboy Credit Bundle. We should, we're going to do a whole episode. That, you know who we should get? We should get... Um, Boxy on. Yeah, that'd be dope. Credit. We can come on here and talk about credit. I tell y'all what, that cowboy credit, go clean up that credit because that's going to be a big thing to help you really accelerate. Big thing big to help you accelerate your business and do the stuff we're talking about right now. Huge. Use it right now. You're going to need that hustle. Successful. You got to have that hustle. Bro. It's going to help you make some money. But PrincetonHicks.com, P R I N S T O N H I C K S.com. For everything you need. If you got any other questions, make sure to hit us up. We're going to be having call-ins from now on. Um, we're going to definitely have my boy Platinum, Coach Platinum, coming through. He's going to be talking about everything from what? Trading. Airbnb. Airbnb. Toro. Toro. He make a lot of money. He, he got he Everywhere. Like, like he literally made the decision, like, fuck it, I'm going all in on this new shit. Yeah, so <laughs> tap in with him because, like I said, this is what we're going to be talking about. This might be your last chance. Might be, man. So, so take the opportunity. You got anything to say before we get out of here, Dean? I do, actually. Y'all need to tap in with the 24-hour hair salon, the oh, hair spittle. Why, why I ain't talking about the hair spittle? It's open right now. Yeah. You damn near can go get your hair done right now. Put in a request. We're I can, put, wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. He's right now? Yeah, right now. What time is it? Yep, yeah, right now. 9.30. Yeah, right now. Get, get it done right now. So, man, tap in. Yeah. All right. So, shit. Tap in with the hair spittle salon. Uh, go to hair spittle salon. Dot com. 20, tap 20, in. 24 hours. Yeah. I have so to okay. okay. And tap in. Hit that book now button. Get you something. We got haircuts. We got dreads, locks, twit. You don't even there? leave the page when you book it. Come on, man. You know, we got this shit figured out. So go over there and check that out. And besides that, thank y'all for watching. On Wednesday, we won't have these technical difficulties. We had this shit figured out. Appreciate y'all for bearing with us today. And uh, we'll see y'all on Wednesday. I came up from nothing. Started from the bottom. I see it with a clear eye. So I hustle.
Mama's house to penthouse. Yeah, yeah.